about her. There's just too much to tell in the approximately two hours usually allotted to feature films. But to its credit, Masterpiece Theatre produced a series on the fabulous lady in 1978 and needed 13 hours to do her story justice. Now it's time to let Lily tell it herself. As Richard Le Gallien says in his foreword, she does it with aplomb and humor. History owes a big thanks to this enchanting woman for taking the time and effort to tell us about the marvelous days she knew. Forward. Of all forms of fame, that of beauty is the greatest, in that it is the simplest, for it is not the fame of achievement of which one can trace the beginnings and follow the development, but it is the fame of a miracle. It is man's wonder at a perfect thing suddenly before his eyes. He knows not how. It is his adoration of a mystery, for beauty belongs to the supernatural. In this way, the fame of Helen of Troy is, in its essence, greater, because stranger than that of Homer. For the greatest poet is still a man, but a beautiful woman is something more than a woman. She belongs with such marvels as the moon and the sea. To have been the representative of beauty in one's own time, its very symbol is a peculiarly aristocratic form of immortality. It is nearest to the fame of the gods. It is like being some immortal statue, as though one should be the Venus de Milo in real life. Such fame is at once the most ancient and the most romantic, and such fame has been Mrs. Langtree's all her days. Born into an age of great symbolic personalities, as Tennyson meant poetry, Mr. Gladstone politics, Sarah Bernhardt and Henry Irving the stage, Mrs. Langtree, the lily that suddenly flowered in Jersey, meant beauty personified. And almost instantly she meant that not only for London drawing rooms, but for the whole world, for backwoodsmen in America, as well as for poets and painters in England. The Jersey Lily became immediately the current symbol of the loveliness of woman. Not since the Lily of the Valley in Solomon's Songs has any lily in life or literature one so universal a fame. There were other women famous for their beauty when hers came to bloom, women to whom she pays self-forgetful tribute in the following pages. But there was not one 
whose beauty had that quality of universality which made hers a beauty not for england alone but so to say beauty internationalized and still her name means just that it must be a very strange thing to know oneself the most beautiful woman in the world many women doubtless think themselves that but to know it by every form of testimony and tribute from kings to cowboys to have been mobbed almost crushed to death on account of it to have seen it written in letters of fire upon the sky to have had towns named after you because of your beauty here is evidence that would bring